Blessings, dear souls, this is Yasima Denise, divine channel and author of The Truth of Trauma. Mm. I am also an accredited spiritual life coach, a visionary, a priestess of the highest caliber, an embodiment of all that is. And it was my pain that truly supported me in transforming for the greater good. And may my voice support you in igniting your sovereign truth within. Come home, dear one. Come home. Hey, gorgeous souls, and welcome to episode one. Whoop, 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 whoop. I, literally, the only reason I started this podcast is because I got a name in my head. I've been sitting with it, and I thought, you know what? I love to talk, and I don't really have a platform to fully express my voice and that really honours my well-being so that it works around the life that I desire. So I thought, you know what, frick it, I'm just going to start sharing my truth, speaking about all the things that are dear in my heart and, you know, my hope for this experience, because that's what it is, is that it'll ignite the truth within you because what you see in me is a reflection within yourself. So thank you so much for being here. I love you. I honor you. And the reason I truly express and send blessings from my heart to yours is because what we intend for others is what we intend for ourselves. So I don't really mess around and I'm going really deep, really quick. I was going to do like an intro episode and I was going to be like da 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 and I was like no I'm just getting straight to the root and I'm sharing something that I'm deeply passionate about and it's something I have um, or it's something my book really supports. So what we're going to talk about today is suicide okay um, you know I would rather just get to the point I'd rather just speak about the things people won't speak about you know I'm not afraid to speak up I'm not afraid to have my voice heard. Um, it's never really been an issue for me, maybe for other people, but not for myself. If they don't like it, it's merely because they're not willing to face something within my within themselves. And, you know, how can we truly be of the greater good and support people in rising into all that they are if we cower down to a lower level? So the more that I ascend and rise up and speak my truth, it give, gives others permission to do the same. So... Thank you so much for being here. I honour you. I love you. I trust that you were guided here for a purpose and you were meant to hear these truths. Um, and I think for me, my greatest teacher is life. You know, and where I get my greatest inspiration from is experiencing all that is. So for me, it's not about bypassing and sitting on a mat and being this spiritual ego. That's not what an embodiment of your higher self is. I don't stand by it. Um, of course, they support your well-being and having space for self and taking time out. But we can't truly integrate our lessons in our ascension if we're not willing to experience um, that which is. So for me, life has always been my greatest leader. Um, it always is showing me what I need to see. It's always supporting me in revealing in the light that which is love. Um, so that I can share these truths and help you come home to love within. Because for me, I truly stand by our dharma is to come home to who we are. For it's not what we are here to do, but rather who we are here to become. And until we t 
fully integrate all parts of self and come home to who we are, um, we can't truly be of service for the highest good because what we serve, we expand from who we are. So if we are aligned with a false, inauthentic self, which is basically fear, then we expand that out and we repeat the cycle of woundedness. Um, you know, we can't truly pave the way for a new lineage until we do the work within. So once we truly embody love and return all parts of self, then we can truly be of service to the world because we're aligned with that which is. So, yeah, that's where I am. That's what I intend to do. This is my mission, to come home to love, to support you in coming home to love. And, you know, we actually think, especially when we go through trauma, that fear is safe. Um, we tend to hide behind it. But actually, what's more challenging is choosing love. Every single day, choosing love no matter what, no matter what you experience, no matter what is mirrored back to you, when you stand in your own and even if you feel aggravated or triggered, you take responsibility for that and choose love within. For me, that is far more of a challenge and far more, hmm, how do I put this? For me, we believe fear is safe. However, I truly believe it's a mask to hide behind and that's what it is. Until we truly are willing to unveil that mask, um, we can't really be an embodiment of true love because we've been very conditioned, um, and I'm not going to separate industries. It doesn't matter about spiritual or not spiritual. It's all one. Um, for me, there's very much been a lot of separation. And, you know, I don't stand by that. That's not for me. I believe all is. So I am very much to, here to just spread love through our wholeness of our reality and that's all genders races origins industries it's all one to me so it doesn't matter what you class yourself for as whatever they're just labels they're not your truth we're not here to identify we're not here to um, hide behind we are here to embody our sovereign being and i truly believe our liberation is found in unveiling the mask and coming home to true love within because this is what I was expanding on we've been very much conditioned that love is still conditional when actually love is everything you know there is no separation in love like love just is so when you are a true embodiment of love there is nothing to fear and I truly believe it's not fear of trauma that we hide behind the mask it's fear of losing our identity it's fear of losing what we have known ourselves to be it's fear of stripping away everything that we've become which is not of truth within it's like we are not becoming well the way I see the word becoming is coming into our being because I find that the word becoming has very much separated us and we choose to um, add layers rather than unveil. So I've shifted my perspective around the word because you're not so much becoming, you're coming into your being. So I hope that sharing my experience of this word can help you also shift your perspective 
in knowing you're not adding more layers on and becoming someone you're not, you're already loved, you're already whole, you're already healed. It's actually about returning to your sovereign truth within, for we just are. And, you know, it's that actual fear of letting go of that and not actually of being or the need to be safe it's just the fear of shaping who we are not so that is my experience in it and I share this from my own journey so everything I do is birthed out of my own pain I transform my pain into my power and then I expand that into the world to serve for a greater good I don't stand by there's a right way I don't stand by there's a wrong way you know take whatever is the high, take away whatever is right for you but if you feel something is misaligned with your truth then that is fine like I'm not here to be right I'm not here to be a guru I'm merely here to awaken and ignite parts of you that have been lying dormant within so this is what I desire to do through my books through my service from my sacred temple that is who I choose to be um in sharing my sovereign truth it can awaken and ignite your own within so I know I've got off a bit around what the topic was today however it's all one okay and everything I do always comes back to its center um, and you will come to witness as I share about this topic that it all relates to what I have just unveiled here okay so if you're someone who's willing to shed all um that is not of love and you're willing to truly be an embodiment of love within in knowing that's the only way we can be a dif of difference then this is for you um this platform isn't for people who are willing to pretend to be something they're not this platform platform is not for people who um, aren't willing to do the work it's not for people who do not align with integrity and authenticity um, and it's certainly not aligned with people who are putting themselves on a spiritual pedestal this platform will not be for you. So if you feel like that's who you are, just click out and yeah, um, this isn't aligned. So I set you free. This is for you. Um, if you're sick and tired, you've had enough. You know you're 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 sick of living an inauthentic life. You know you you know you feel misaligned. You feel disconnected. You're not aligned with your true soul dharma. You're not fulfilling your mission. You know you're not truly who you know you're destined to be. Then this is for you. Step on in. So I'm here for you, I've got you, for I've got myself, um, and it all starts with me, and I stand by it in everything I do, I'm a leader of self, and I expand that out, I'm not here to tell you what to do, I'm not here to preach, I'm not here to do any of that, like that's not who I am, I don't believe in looking outside of self, I believe in truly being embodiment of the change you desire to seek within yourself. So that is the teacher I am, and I hope this is of service, and it's aligned with who you are. So let's go into the topic of the day. And if you haven't read my book, The Truth of Trauma, it's available on Amazon and the Barnes and Barnes of Noble, um, in which you can receive its sacred energy and come home to love within. And the book is really dedicated to someone I lost dear in my heart who took their own life. So it's something I want to bring up today because not only have I experienced it firsthand and gone through that trauma. I've also witnessed the effect it's had on other people's lives. You know, I've seen um, Ronan Kemp's son done a documentary on his friend who commits suicide. You know, one of my best soul sisters, um, she lost someone to suicide. And it's something that I'm starting to see really playing out. And 
we've reached a point now, a pivotal point where we have to speak up. You know, there's not only the souls we've lost due to this, but we've also got the souls who are left with the grief of it. So it's finding that balance of understanding because for me, the biggest and core thing and the residue that is left um, after this traumatic experience is blame. Um, and I really want to expand on that today because it's not of truth, you know, and I'm here to kind of shine light on the blind spots and dissolve all that which is not of love. You know, unfortunately, we make things about ourselves. And, you know, we have the human experience and of, of course we have these emotional um, upheavals. However, um, there is no one to blame for it just is. And a lot of people aren't going to like this. They're not going to agree with it. Um, but I truly believe that in my heart and I know because of the path I've walked. So I'm going to share with you my experience of what I've went through and how I come to embody this as truth, okay? And this is something I go deeper in my book, how there is no one to blame. Um, the only reason we blame is to to prevent us from truly um, healing because blame is a form of projection. And as long as we project, then we deflect. And if we are deflecting our wounds, then we're not truly healing them. We're not coming home. And the reason I, reason I share this segment is so that you can stop deflecting and start returning. And, you know, even though these truths may make you feel uncomfortable and some of my work may make you look at the darkest parts of self that you don't want to see, it is for your highest good because I've been blinded, I have been hidden in the dark, I have been lied to, and it was detrimental to my own well-being. So even though you may hate me in that mist of that trigger, um, I still love you, I still see you because I know that that trigger is helping you come home to love within. So I know it's for the highest good. I don't feel uncomfortable in the midst of discomfort. I have learned to become one with it. Um, and I truly hold space for you, I honour you and I thank you for doing this work. So why is there no blame in the midst of a suicide? So this is very vulnerable and it's very dear in my heart and I've never really shared this. So thank you for holding space for as you receive me, you're also energetically holding what is. So I honor you, I thank you um, and I receive the support of the universe. Um, yes. So I had an experience where I have had a dysfunctional relation with male figures in my life. Unfortunately, I... Um, my mother entered into a marriage in which I was sexually abused by her partner and then my biological father was schizophrenic and he mentally abused my mind and you know this spiraled into dysfunction into my adulthood um I didn't really know what a healthy experience with what a male was I thought you know love was giving my body away I thought that I was less than you know, I didn't know what true love was. Like, I just had no functional role model to show me truth. And that's why I'm so passionate about what I do. Um, but I was so blessed down the line to receive a soul into my life who was the closest thing I ever had to a father. Um, this man was, although I did not treat him the way he deserved to be loved, 
I loved him the only way I knew I could. I do not stand here and claim to be a hero of all that is. I've been the villain and the heroine. I've played both both parts in my journey. Both archetypes have been equally important to my ascension. And the reason I say that is because if we do not know that which is not of love, we don't know love. So I did not know better, you know, I was conditioned through dysfunction. So that's where this blame also comes back to the core. There was no one to blame for, I was only being taught what these souls knew. And I went on to do the same. I did not know better. And it wasn't until I started to understand and know more, I could expand for the greater good. So learning to be aligned with our false, inauthentic self is just as important as coming home to who we are because it's in the midst of not being loved that we truly embody what true love is. So I was so fortunate to have a few years with this beautiful soul, you know, and he was so dear in my heart. It was such a gentle character and I actually seen a lot of myself in him. But he struggled with his... um own demons he had his own battles and you know this is something I witnessed and I think I was the only one actually at the time who truly understood the depth of what he was going through because I was struggling myself you know it was my own mirror of my own mental health that was being seen in him you know I was diagnosed very young with um genetic depression you know I suffered with different things and you know that was truly mirrored in him and you know there was one main event I will never forget it in which I received a phone call and he had a gun to his head and you know I was very blessed and fortunate at that time in my life that I was able to get down there and prevent him from doing what he wanted to do or had intentions of doing um but what I learned from that is if someone does not want to be here we have to abide by free will within and I know this is really hard for people to hear because we projected so much onto what suicide is we have separated between right and wrong but i'm here to shine light on it to show a different perspective so we can align with love okay and you know yes i saved him that one time but this soul out of free will out of choice did not want to be present here on this world he didn't want to suffer he chose not to be here and he took his life, okay? The second time I was at work, I got the call and he was gone, you know? And there's so many things that come into play around this and the reason I share this story is how on earth could anyone be to blame? We, yes, we play parts in people's lives but if someone makes a soul decision within self and that is what they want, that is their choice. We did not, and I don't mean to put it bluntly and I'm so blessed we didn't lose him that way, but we don't pull the trigger, okay? And I'm saying it as it is. We are not the ones who pull the trigger. It is their choice out of free will to not be here. And he's been a massive spirit guide for me. And I truly believe his dharma, his time was not in this life. He is now supporting me 
greater than he could ever don here in a vessel in his spiritual and soul form more than he could ever don that was his choice you know he's still here for me he loves me he guides me and he's my greatest guide and i truly believe and i align with that was for the highest good and it may not be what we want it may be painful it may bring up a form of suffering which is something that's already buried within self but remember that everything we experience is not separate from us it's merely to birth that which has been suppressed within us okay so i'm sharing this and unveiling my own vulnerable self because everything i do and bring through you will see things within you so trust that what comes to light during this episode is for your highest good. So life may not go the way we want, but it is the way it's meant to be. And I stand by that. You know, I've witnessed a lot of people in my life carry blame for several years. And, you know, they've stayed in their pain. Whereas I choose to utilize this pain that was given to me by this experience and transform it for a greater good because now I can bring to light that which I have learned my soul lessons have been integrated so deep that I'm an embodiment of truth because of it and you know I was watching I was actually watching um a movie and this is what came up the suicide came up and it made me reflect really deep Oh, sorry, it was a series that I was watching, Temptation Island, because I always am drawn intuitively to watch things on TV that help my soul ascend. And I was watching Temptation Island, um, and I was witnessing the grief of people who had lost their loved ones due to taking their own life, whether it's suicide, drug overdose. And, you know, not only have I continued to witness the impact it has on those that are left behind, but I've also witnessed what's more detrimental is not the aftermath, but carrying blame itself. You know, people continue to think that they can manipulate or change the situation, which is not for the highest good. We're not here to control people. We're not here to tell people how to live their life. We're not here to tell people you have to be here because unfortunately it's for our own selfish reasons, reasons we want people to stay. And I know it's so hard to hear. Um, and some people don't want to hear it, you know, and I and I respect that. However, it's in hearing these truths, it helps us find peace in our heart. You know, I personally have found within my own detrimental experiences of dysfunctional relationships that hearing the truth is far more healing to me than being by blinding that which is not of love. You know, I lived in a marriage where I was blinding myself to... um so many things that I was suppressing you know about the truth of what was and that was more detrimental to me than facing the truth of it because at least I knew right at least I had peace in knowing okay this is who this person is and this is the choices they've made and it's not a reflection of who I am it's a reflection of themselves so you know, this is why I am an advocate for truth and that's why I stand by as a teacher and I truly believe my soul came here to speak truth is because, number one, I've got the balls to speak it and I'm not afraid, but number two, because I've experienced the opposite of it. Yeah.
I have experienced the opposite of truth. And that is more painful than facing what is. So, you know, I speak about this in my first book in which I also give another example about blame. And, you know, blame is what separates us. And, you know, when our family is broken, you know, which is a mirror of our fragmenting self, there's often blame playing a part in it. You know, we have a wound. And rather than facing it and healing it and taking responsibility for it, we look at others because we're not willing to look at ourselves. And that just is what it is. And, you know, as I said, I've played villain and I've played heroine, you know, and sometimes I flux between the two. I'm not here to be a perfect being for I would not ascend um, if I wasn't willing to learn these soul lessons and integrate all that is. So... I have compassion, I have love, and I don't sit here and judge. Like, that's not who I'm here to be. You know, I've played so many different archetypes and played so many different roles that I don't have a space to judge. Because if I judge you, I judge myself, and that's not aligned with love within. You know, for every soul I choose to have compassion with and choose to have deep understanding for your choice, it helps me really stay centered in love okay so that's why no matter what role you've played or no matter how much you've blamed you know if you were the villain before you were the heroine or the hero before you experienced this episode and you decide to shift into a new state of becoming the hero that all that is I don't judge you I fucking honor you because it takes guts right like it takes serious balls to say God, I've been a dick. And sometimes we just have to say it. Like sometimes, you know, I am fierce and soft, you know, but sometimes we've just got to be gentle, but call it out for what it is. We can't BS ourselves, you know. And when I call myself out or call myself out for doing something, I don't do it from a place of, God, that was wrong. I think, God, like, you know, it's like, oh, but there's no judgment in it, you know, we're all dicks at some point in our lives, you know, but for me, I understand why I acted in that space, I've gone through so much in my life, and yes, I take responsibility for my actions, but I also have compassion in knowing why I acted the way I did, because behind the woundedness is fear, you know, and the only thing that can truly dissolve, and going back to the beginning of this episode, our false inauthentic self, which is fear, is by choosing love within, you know, fear does not dissolve fear, so if I did not have compassion for my false inauthentic self, and those states where I've acted the villain, and acted out of woundedness, then I wouldn't be a true embodiment of love, I'd be a hypocrite, and I wouldn't be fucking walking the walk, you know, I'd just be talking the talk, so I hope that this deeply served you, and I would love to know from the bottom of my heart what came up for you, Please know you are safe, you are held, you are more loved than you could ever know. Like I align with such high integrity and my number one principle in everything I do is to honour our well-being as a collective. So know that you are completely held, you are safe to speak your vulnerable truth, there is no judgement, there is nothing less than. So when I ask you to step forth and out the shadows into the light, please trust me when I say it is safe, you know, in bringing through the truth of trauma and becoming an author, 
coming out the shadows into the light and not and not having anyone to tell me it was safe to do so um, was truly challenging for me and I understand what it's like coming out the shadows and into all that is because you know when we truly decide to become an embodiment of love we choose to face everything within us that is not and that takes courage that really requires us to ignite our warrior within so you know I understand and I have compassion so please know that I've got you energetically you are held like there is so many beings surrounding my vortex and what I do because I am held within okay so I just want to express that and bring that through it's so so important to me I would not ever like to be responsible for not anyone's death or for people not feeling safe and this is something I also speak through in my school um, and the students I have uh, bring through um, something I also stand by because I'm here to embody duality is if you truly don't feel held in stepping forward and it doesn't feel for your highest good then do that too I'm open to all that is so whatever you choose to do I stand by you I'm not here for myself like something I really want to just put out there is I'm truly not here to get money, I'm not here to sell, like I don't really give a shit, like I've been through way too much in my life to be so shallow, you know, like this is not a platform for me to build my business or to promote, yes if you choose to work with me, God I honour you, I love you and I thank you universe for sending these souls to me, but at the same time don't feel you have to, like you don't have to give give anything back and you know the reason I give this out to the universe is because I want it for myself you know I feel I know personally and this is going really deep I always felt like if someone blessed me or gave to me I owed them you know I was very dysfunctional in thinking that you know people didn't want to just give to me because I am love so you don't owe me anything, you don't have to give me anything, if you feel called to do so, if you want to donate to the sanctuary, if you want to work with me, then I honour you and I love you, but I also respect you if you choose not to, I align with you making a choice that is right for you, it's not about, you know, getting, I don't align with take energy, it's about aligning, aligning what's with the highest good of our reality, so if you feel called, please share your ahas in the comments, what came up for you let me know you know and if you feel safe in doing so and you feel like that's your choice or if you feel like you're going to work with me step in you know speak your truth i'm here for you i love you and if not i love you too